Hello, this is the voice of Crystal Clear, tickling the hair in your ear, yeah, the cilia, and you know what I say, the cilia, the better, because I'm the host of More Morgulons. Do not give up, do not get down, oh, I like to get down, but you gotta get up to get down. Pick yourself up. Charlotte. Oh my gosh, like where to even begin? First of all, like my brain has turned to peanut butter so badly mm-hmm. that um I have jelly know, brain. Maybe we could get together and make a sandwich. My God. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't know where to begin. I've been wanting to call or email you or whatever for mm-hmm. like the longest time. The reason that I didn't was because I is because I'm being gang stalked on top mm-hmm. of this, mm-hmm. as a lot of us are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At this point, I mean, trust me, like, uh, they know where I am. Right. It doesn't, at this point, it's like, well, it doesn't matter if I say anything or not because it's still going on or Mm -hmm. when I, whatever, it's all still going on. Right. It's like, I don't think that our silence buys us any advantage. That's for damn sure, you know? No, it really doesn't. You know, for a long time, I really just thought, that they were just gonna find me ditch somewhere. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I, I can you know, I was like me. and I actually was told people, I was like, well, that's probably how they're gonna find me because, you know, I can't keep my mouth shut about certain things mm-hmm. that I see, you know. And yeah. I mean I'm turned forty nine. 
the more gallons hasn't been my entire life as far as i can tell mother and she died and it was like as soon as she died pretty much that's when i started seeing the gang stalking wow that's interesting that's yeah it was we but i actually had to ask god i said please show me what i need to see and, and i'm still putting it together and that's been that's been seven years ago wow and this was in, I think, probably 97. Okay. I was die and I was 23, and I was dying when Stargardt's disease. Stargardt. Do you know what that is? I have actually never heard of that. What is that? Okay. Well, it's like a form of macular degeneration. Okay. Okay. I do know what so that is. So the first doctor, and, you know, I went to, you know, uh, eye or nose, throat, you know, or mm -hmm. a doctor, and they, they, he said, well, this is what this looks like. I must have went to, I went to Duke University. Wow. I went to Wake Forest University. I even so... drove eight hours to go to Vanderbilt wow. University mm -hmm. to find, and, you know. Now, so you, we, you already knew what it was like to have a very rare thing that nobody could yes. help you with and was gaslighting you about, I'm sure, it sounds yes. like. So you had already been uh, forged in the fire before this all started. Exactly. So that, you know, that was when, and so I had to wrap my mind around the fact that I was going to go blind, mm. who the hell knew, knew when, you know, when I was 23. Oh my so God, I, that is like devastating yeah. news. God bless you. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's been, a, it's, uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, you've, you've uh, been through the ringer. And, you know, really, I never, because I didn't want to like go to school because I got accepted into nursing school. I started doing oh. all that crap. You know, and oh my God, that's going to be a nurse and all this stuff. I'm sure that affected was, every aspect of your life yes. and plans because I mean, it exactly. just changed. And, and I'm sure there's, is there a degree of uncertainty about the progression or the timeline? Yes. Or, yeah. And that yes. makes it even harder, you know? Yeah, ex yeah exactly. So I, I, I dropped out of school, mm. you know, I was just like, whatever, became kind of a degenerate, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to lie about any of that right, I was, right. because yeah, I was just like, oh, well whatever yeah. you know so and that was my attitude but anyway throughout all that you know um i had one doctor at wake forest tell me that he didn't think i had stargard's disease mm -hmm. he's been the only doctor of the all the others that i've been through they're like oh no you know they just basically go on the diagnosis mm -hmm. that they're going from another doctor you already know this. yeah so yes okay so when i was 25 i moved to california to script I might only be able to do this once because I'm going blind. So I dropped everything. I just drove across the country by myself and stayed in California. I was only out there for like about seven months. And then I came back, resumed my degenerate life. But I still worked and I can you know, I did my thing or whatever. But yeah, I wasn't, you know, yeah, yeah. I was hanging out with the scumbags of the universe just because I didn't really care about myself because I was like, oh, well, I'm going blind. Who cares? Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. So what may I ask, see. what symptoms were you having that that initiated your, you know, seeking like the the medical attention uh, vision issues? Well, well, OK, say so I would look at a digital clock mm -hmm. and parts of the numbers would be missing. Mm, mm -hmm. And so I'll, and I will start just things were missing. Like when mm -hmm. I would look at something and things were missing and I was like, okay, something is not right. I never had the best vision of the world, but mm -hmm. I could actually still like read and mm -hmm. stuff. You know, yeah. now I have to use a magnifier to read 
everything right, and right. to pretty much do just about everything. Yeah. Like I said, I just dealt with that the best I could. What did the Wake Forest doctor think it was? They're the, he didn't really say. Hmm. He just said, I don't think that this is what you have. And that was, he said, I don't know it's what you have, but hmm. I don't think it's this. That's interesting. But that was all I had to go on. You know, you're screwed. Hmm, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. And, and as we probably all know by now, doctors, as it turns out, not the most creative original thinkers out there. I mean, it's kind of like, if I haven't seen this before, it doesn't exist. I mean, that, that's been my experience, both professionally and personally. And I hate to, like, dog on There's a lot of good doctors, but, like, in general, it's just the fact that, like, there's not a lot of humility you know what yeah. I mean? It just seems like, well, of course, I know more than you. We both know that, you know, without giving any sort of like acknowledge, recognition, you know, that, that this is not like I'm an expert on my body. I may not be an expert in medicine, but, you know, yeah. I know how I feel, but they like to tell you how you feel. Exactly. You know, exactly. my favorite, one of my favorite, probably the favorite doctor's experience I ever had was I had a, a bad sinus infection and I went to the doctor and and I, I was telling, because he was asking, you know, if I'm having any other problems. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm super anxious, and because I've always had a problem with anxiety and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, maybe if you went to church, you uh-huh. wouldn't be so anxious. Oh, wow! I swear, wow. I, that was that was the best. Oh, yeah, I was like, really, gosh. if I went to church, I wouldn't be so anxious. Here's my hundred dollars. You know, this was still in the nineties. You know, we could actually go to the doctor for a hundred dollars. Right, right, <laughs> yeah, and go to college for seven thousand. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so let's see. I'm gonna try to skip ahead. I'm sure I'm gonna miss a few things. I guess the reason that I wanted to start with that diagnosis is because for some time now, I it's all Morgellons. I don't think that it's ever. Mm. than anything other than Mm. that that's so interesting you know and i've read other things um that suggest that you know you can get this in your eyes and you will go blind and i you know i've got all kinds of weird stuff coming out of me yeah all kinds of weird places yeah so um and you know i knew about morgellons like from my, I have a very good friend that he is like, I mean, really, he could be a doctor if he wanted to be. So I know who, and he's the one that actually told me. So I've known about this crap for a couple of years. Um, okay, so when when you say that you had, you already knew what more glons was because the friend, was that prior to you getting it in uh 2000, uh, what did you say, 17? Well, uh, it was right around that I noticed it and kind of figured out that that's what, you know, what was going on. Uh It was about 2019. Okay. And how did you, and and your friend was how you figured it out? Well, yeah, because he he had dated a girl Uh that had it. And he's the one that told me, he was like, oh, yeah. He said they, they make like webs. Uh-huh. And there's like fibers under your skin, and he swears that you can get rid of it by juice and celery. I don't know, you know. <laughs> you know well, I mean, I'm, like I said, he's cured himself of all kinds of other stuff. The, there's so I don't probably know why like I tried that. The, yeah, yeah. I mean, before like you know, hundreds of people go out and buy celery, like after they hear this, I mean. 
was that based upon his own experience of having it or his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend's experience? I think it's just based upon his findings. Okay. Because he's one of those people that had, had, you know, asthma, diabetes, Mm -hmm. high blood pressure. Yeah. And he cured it all himself. And that's amazing. That's, 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 I mean, those are things that can very much be affected by like choices and, you know, what you put in your body, what you, you know, how active you are. But I don't know about, I don't know if I'm buying the claim on the morgues because these things are pretty freaking, uh, they're hardy. Like I said, (laughs) I haven't done it, you know. Okay, okay. That seems like a lot of damn celery to me. (laughs) Well, it's mostly water, too. Like, what? Is there even anything in celery? Can I just eat it, you know? Like, you got to juice it. okay yeah sometimes paying attention is like more than half the battle just being invested in your own you know like health and like for me I will say like there's different dimensions to health and I'm I'm very invested in my mental and spiritual and social psychological health I'm invested in my physical health but it's definitely on the bottom of those and that's just me you know because I know what affects me the most and I've always been pretty healthy actually I've always been perfectly healthy until this uh disease yeah I understand I wish I could say the same my brain was always healthy you know mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. body was always kind of eh, just because you know I got diagnosed so early yeah. with this crazy whatever well, yeah and that was but, really traumatic it sounds like it, I mean, it would be uh, to anyone it, it still is tra- it's not a day that goes by that I don't think about it yeah. I mean every single day it's and that's a, lo- a lot of days that's frightening but, yeah so um okay so you know about the star guards I was gonna tell you like like right around 2005 Uh I started getting these like weird sores like I got and they you know always had like a lot of you know like cold sores and things like that Mm -hmm. but you know and then I got like the the Bartolin gland kept getting infected Uh, you know what that is right yes i do yes that was in a very sensitive region my friend yes ma'am and um bless your heart yeah that started happening and you know like i said i always have people you know keeping me distracted keeping my my head turned Mm -hmm. a different way Mm. and so you know i was always had a lot of you know sinus infections i mean like i would get six sinus infections every Mm. year and Mm. it was just like clockwork like every year here they come Mm. and Mm. so i always stayed sick you know but i still worked and i kept my my whatever together and Mm -hmm. whatnot but then let's see about 2010 what kind of work um, did you do i'm curious i by trade i was dry cleaner for most of those years okay um in recent years i've been doing construction okay and i'm actually out you know right now you know because i just had back surgery in february because of that construction job oh my gosh yeah it's been a super time moving on um so in like 2010, I got married for whatever stupid reason, and <laughs> <Sorry>. um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I heard, I heard tell that you were too, but yes, now we're yes. both single, you know. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. But anyway, um, I started getting or, or I started seeing um, 
what look like birds. Mm-hmm. Like when I would look out my car mm-hmm. window when I was driving, uh-huh. it would look like a flock of birds. Uh-huh. And then I would look up and then I would look back again uh-huh. and they weren't there at all. And I was like, oh my God, what the hell am I seeing now? You know, because uh-huh. with my crazy eyesight, right? like I never know and I'll look at something and I'll look at it again to make sure my mind's not playing tricks on me, you know, yeah. but that went on for a little while. Then, in 2012, I moved to Washington State. Uh-huh. So, when as soon as I got out there, I mean, it was almost, uh, it was within the first couple months that I was there. Uh-huh. I got this weird sore up above my mouth, mm-hmm. like kind of, you know, like right on that nerve that goes up to your eye, right? Uh-huh. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So, it landed right there. And now, the one that I've got before, they, I went to the doctor and she said, oh, that's shingles. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. and then I, you know, and then I treated it like it was shingles. Mm-hmm. And then when I, after I get to Washington, I get it again. And it's like almost exactly in the same spot. It blows my mind. These things do like follow the same nerve path. As yep. like as would a, a herpes virus, like shingles or something, because I have that exact lesion right now, Suzanne, and it's like there's like several, like four, they're just right along the nerve, and so there's got to be something about these things take they get into that root nerve or something, just like a herpes virus, because it is just I hear I hear that over and over again, and you see that pattern of distribution of lesions on the face over and over again. Oh, I, I forgot to tell you. See, I knew I'd forget something. I forgot to tell you that I got optic neuritis in Ooh. my right eye. Ooh. And, yeah, so. So is that related goodness, to Thank you know the... what these things are because I tell you what, it's hell trying to explain it to people. So yeah. that happened in, I want to say, right around 99. Uh-huh. So, and then I lost a portion of my vision because of that. Oh my God. And, and my, and that was my good eye. That my right eye was my good eye. Okay. So this time when I'm in Washington, this sore that I get is right up under the nerve on my left eye. Uh-huh. Okay. So it like travels up. I start getting this redness in my eye. And, and it was real, I mean, my, my eye was inflamed. And mm. so I went, you know, I was new to the area, you know, it's a whole different coast, a whole different place. I had to go find a, a I went to a cornea specialist. Now, <laughs> he told me that I had herpes in my eye, but this is what he told me. And I quote, he said, when he looked at, you know, through his little lens, you know, yeah. you can see way deep down in your yeah, eye. Yeah, right. He said, it's tree-like. Wow. And I got the heebie-jeebies like, Ooh. That just like, made my hair stand on end. Tree-like. Like. <laughs> right? Tree-like. It, yeah. I, I'm, I'm already in my mind picturing the fibers. You know what I mean? Just the little, it's, I mean, that's it, exactly what they look it, like. Yes. But... Th- that, so that, and then wow. I ended up going to another like cornea specialist, um, it that right in Seattle, and um, you know, and they put me on a cycle beer because he said it tells me it's tree like, but in on this in the same sentence they tell me I have herpes virus in my eye, 
and they give me a cycle beer and I was on a cycle beer for like I God bless for like four years until I come you know yeah. until I end up coming back here and uh whatever. So yeah, now that the cycle beer actually helped with a lot of my symptoms. Mm. Um, you know, it kinda kept a lot of the stuff at bay. If that's, you will. That's really you know? interesting. That's oh. a great tidbit. That's a very cheap medication, too. It really is. But you know how hard it is to get a doctor to give it to you? You know? Yeah. They won't I mean, just give it out. They act like it's like, you know, friggin' opiates or something. That's like, crazy. No, you that's can't so, have it. it's, it's in a, my stash. It's you an know? extremely <laughs> safe antiviral that's been around for a long, long time. So that's yeah. ridiculous. You know, so my right eye is friggin' garbage. You know, my left eye, on top of the already other diagnosis of the quote-unquote Stargardt disease. Mm-hmm. But like I said, the cycle bear really did help. So um, anyway, really the house taking it like three times a day. I was in these great big horse pills, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so about 2018, that's when I really, you know, along when I really started noticing game stalking, mm-hmm. that's when I started noticing the black specks mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I had these weird like mm-hmm. sores all over me that wouldn't go away all mm-hmm. over my face. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just mm-hmm. the normal fun stuff. Um, yeah. my, some of the stuff that I, I have pulled out of my face, I'm like, you know, that's why I asked my friend, I was like, why are they moving? You know, yeah. what the hell's up with this? Right. You know, yeah. And and he was just like, well, they, you know, make webs. But I, I saw things that looked like, I mean, it looked like like a, a friggin' spider that had hair wrapped around it in my face and in my back. They were huge. And I was I, like, yeah, what in the hell? The things that, I mean, I honestly cannot even, trying to explain to people the, the kind of like things that you see. I'm like, you see, there was this seven foot long red twinkling string that came out of my drawer and I don't know where it came. They're like, it's a Christmas decoration. I'm like, no, you don't get it. It was like twitching and twinkling. They're like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. This is fucking weird. This is something that I have said for quite a minute. Um, you know, at this point in time, don't you just wish that you were crazy? Yes, exactly. I, mean, I would be so fucking happy if this was yes. all a delusion. If it was all like, in my brain. I'd be like, yes. give me the Seroquel, bring it on, bring because, the spirit all, bring the hell it all. Yeah, like, I mean, because if we were crazy, then, then that, that would mean we could just take a pill and yes, all the, the shit. The world could be the world be again. The world could be like the normal real world again. And instead, yeah. <laughs> it's like um this sort of weird truly like a matrix alternate universe so i gotta ask like when did i'm still i still don't even know exactly if i know what it means to be gang stalked and like so what when did that experience start what year was that well that like that kind of started when i noticed it anyway was right around 2018 okay and i'm telling you what is you know it's like i am just as sure that i that that is going on as you are sure that you have more guilt i know without a doubt that that is happening and but i also lived in a place where the guy that i was with was part of it Mm. and they had all the they had cameras up and i was like they had, I found, I found bugs in my house. I mean, I, you know, not 
the real ones, right? The ones Electronic ones, on, yeah. You know, yeah. and and they did the whole thing with my phone. But the thing is, is that even after I left that place, everywhere I go, that was still going on as well, mm. and it's still going on right now. If I go out anywhere, mm-hmm. they're, I mean, get, they're, they're about five minutes behind me. Who but is, I, what, be what rest is, assured, they're behind me. What do they look like? How do you know it's them? I mean, who are they? How do I know it's them? That's a really good question. I don't know. I just inherently know it, it's, it's, mm-hmm. um, cause it's got a spiritual kind of aspect to it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I can tell that they're like, they have demons or so, if that makes any sense. Yeah. But they also have telltale signs where, you know, they're on their, they're on radios. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, I worked at one place where every person in there, it was like a place where, you know, they'd hired like a, 600 temps, you know, and mm-hmm. they would all come in there and freaking take pictures of me. I was also being drugged and on the internet with me, you know, out there somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. you know on the interweb. Uh, I think things like that were going on. Um, but you know, I used to fall asleep in the shower. Uh, wow. I would be standing in my kitchen and just fall over asleep. I would, it's, you know, so I definitely know that I was being drugged. I, I would just hmm. be in my car. And next thing I know, the cops were beating on my window because I, you know, I was going to the bank and Mm -hmm. I I woke up in the bank parking lot with cops and fire trucks around me. And I'm just like, what in the hell is going on? You know, (laughs) know, they all thought I was just a homeless, crazy person. But see, the the gang stalking is to discredit you. Uh And, you know, Mm -hmm. it's on top of the more gallons and it's like, you know, well, you know, you can't prove it. I knew better. My mother was a police officer and I knew better than to go mm-hmm. and say, oh my God, these people, and they're doing this and, you know, mm-hmm. and being all freaked out about it because I knew what was going to happen. Right. They were going to think I was on drugs and they were going to take me away. Right. So I never, you know, talk, like I've and told certain people, yeah. mm-hmm. but there's no, because a lot of the law enforcement is in on it too. So I don't quite fully understand this, that whole aspect of it. I just know that that is a real thing. And I don't know what people's end game is as, unless it's just to discredit you mm-hmm. and to, you know, get you. I just felt like I was always trying to be set up. Mm-hmm. I felt like that I was trying to, you know, somebody was trying to put me in a psych ward. Mm-hmm. I had people call my sister telling them that, I was on drugs and I was just crazy and don't listen to anything I say. And I'm just like, y'all are the ones who are giving me the drugs. But, you know, because there was more than one person in on it. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my I... mother used to tell me, she, I, I used to be one of those people where I miss these days where, you know, mom, you know, want to call me and tell me all about all the conspiracies. And I'd be like, Oh, mom, you and your conspiracies, you know. Right, right. Oh, those halcyon days of past. Because, yeah, I was the same way. How many of us? So many people have said that on the show. Yes, agreed. Do you know how much, you know, she's dead now. So I wish I would have listened. I wish I would have listened to all those quote unquote conspiracies because I'm like, well, it's not a conspiracy if it's a fact. (laughs) Well, and I, you know, I'm, I, because there's so much about this experience and your experience that is unclear and uncertain and 
and it is hard to articulate and put in words. And I feel like there's something, there's two things come to mind. Like <clears throat> one, the, all of the abuse, I am, God, I am so just, I'm with you on that, Suzanne. I've, I've been in abusive relationships myself yeah. and they tear you down and they drain oh, yeah. you and, and they're very, very, very spiritually draining. And so that's just like a commonality that I do see a lot of people have experienced. And also just the isolation of what you're describing, just feeling yes. like you're living in a sort of an alternate reality where you can't really share it with people openly because they'll automatically judge you and and I honestly think that what we're experiencing as being psyops that it's it's some sort of really unethical um, military exercise and it's been going on since the late 80s early 90s I think yeah and you know there's there's so much like that's why I was telling you to, to listen to that stuff with uh, Roxy Lopez because they go into a lot of other things like chemtrails and things like yeah, that. Yeah. And, you know, they're talking about all the nanoparticles mm -hmm. and the smart dust. Yeah. And, you know, the, the one lady, um, Caroline Carter was saying, she said, I think that, you know, they should call this GMOD, you know, genetically modified organism disease. Yeah. I know. Know? And I'm just right. like, wow, that's, I kind of really feel profound. it's almost though the, this, the quote disease or experience itself has evolved over time. Like in yes. the, you know, in the sense, and it's also really interesting that gang stalking phenomena and Morgellons, they have almost the exact same like emergence. Like they both showed up on the internet, like at 2000, 2000, you know, it was right around the late nineties, right at the beginning of the internet age, which is interesting when you think about where we're at now and that it really does seem like we're dealing with a invasion of some kind of nanotech hydrogel fiber nanofiber you know that tree in your eye i mean yeah. lord help me and you know it's funny because your eye is like a direct link to your brain i mean if you were testing mm -hmm. materials you know the kind of like infusing technology and humans into basically a cyborg like I think disturbing. also that it's interesting to me and i'm not saying everybody but i think it's funny how it seems like it, it goes to a lot of women because, you know, mm -hmm. how the whole men still to this day and age don't believe us. They think we're all crazy anyway. And I, and it also seems to, especially with the gang stalking, seems to hit women that are single and mm. in kind of their forties, kind of like, cause that's when your menopause comes. And, mm. you know, I don't God, know. I know. think there's people all ages and different, <clears throat> you know, sex and different nationality. I mean, there's actually, there's a lot of people going through this. It, it's actually not as, I'm surprised at like how, I mean, it seems like there could be even like a million people like that have just Morgellons. Who knows how many are being gang stalked? Maybe, maybe it's just, it's a phase of this experiment. It's like at this point, you give them words. I, at this point, you start the gang stalking. I mean, you know, it's like. Yeah, I kind of um, like, I don't know what I think because obviously I don't have all the facts. Mm -hmm. I just know what I feel and what I, the things that I see. And a lot of the things that I see aren't real. A yeah. lot of the garbage that I see going on outside, it's like theater. It's like watching uh -huh. TV. And yeah. I, I, I can't, and I don't believe it. I, like I said, I believe what I believe, 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things that other people tell me, I'm just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Not well, in the same way that they would feel about me. And again, but, going back to you like, know? you know, the fact is like, we're an expert on our body. We're an expert on our interior experience, the way we, you know, think. And, and, and I think that like, there's this like, I don't know. I'm in the way, in a way, I'm grateful for this like really, terrible, challenging hardship because it has made me so much more like aware of not judging people, you know, not, not just jumping to the arrogant conclusion that like, they don't know what they're talking about. They're disturbed. They're confused. I mean, that is like, you know, that's, that, that is, I'm so glad that I'm not a part of that anymore. You know, it's making the world a better place to not be like that because we all deserve a chance to be heard and also even if you don't understand like it doesn't mean you have to invalidate it as though you know yeah you know i was never like one of those people that you know because i I still don't know what i believe because personally like a ufo person you know Mm -hmm. i've never been like oh my god you know the aliens are coming i've never been one of those Mm -hmm. but i have a lot of friends that are and you know Mm -hmm. just because they believe it doesn't you know I believe that they believe it, but I personally haven't seen it. And, and I won't sit there and say, Oh, that doesn't exist, right. you know, because I haven't personally seen it, but damn it. There's a lot of people that have. What is it about this technology or thing that's in me and coming out of me that communicates or affects other people somehow? Like, why am I being targeted by even if it's an intimate partner? I mean, it's just like you've experienced like lots of yeah. really targeting and and just abusive people just abuse i I mean it's the demons behind it you know what i mean like it's part of the experiment at the very least yeah i mean it's it's i just i just feel more and more and of course my feelings change over time but i do feel more and more like i am being subjected to an experiment and we're all being subjected to an experiment and it's i don't know what everybody keeps talking you know one thing that just came up over and over again in my own head was the Truman show yes oh that's so weird you say that i was just saying that the other day yeah i've been thinking that i'll you know because every time I'm into something, there'll be a distraction there. Something, somebody's put here, somebody, you know, uh-huh. and I swear, I never thought this way until, like I said, of like, you know, really just in the last couple of years, even after I started seeing the crap hmm. and I still didn't understand, I still don't understand. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't have the magic friggin' envelope, you know, I wish I did. Huh. It's weird. It's- have you ever taken, like, I was speaking with um, a lady that I met through the show, and she was saying that she recently had a really bad drug reaction to uh, Keppra, the anticonvulsant drug, and it made uh-huh. her have a feeling like there was someone else in the room with her. And I said, you know, I feel that way every time I take an Ambien sleeping pill. Like there's yeah. a presence, and like there's another person in the room that you can't see. You just feel their presence. Is that what you were kind of talking about, or when you say the when you say the Truman Show? Yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, pharma. Yeah. I, I, so you, man, you know? it's just interesting. I'm not even sure. I'm just kind of like getting an impression about, so I got to think more about that. Cause it's like, there's something when you said the Truman show, like just made me remember that and just think about like, Hmm, I got to look more into that. Cause that's well, just, there is something I mean, sort of, it is another like being almost. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause you know, it's weird because, I mean, I've lived in a house that actually had cameras in it and bugs and blah, blah, blah. 
but I know the difference mm-hmm. and you know it, I know the difference when like when it's like there's like a camera or something or like somebody's watching me and like there's a spiritual being in the room I, I've yeah so I can tell the difference and that's why now like when you ask me like who are they I don't know who they are but I know I can tell these people like across the street I don't know and I don't know what it is it's like and I obviously I don't feel that way about you know everybody's but it's like they've got demons in them mm. or so you know and, it, and it's just like they just make a beeline straight for me mm. you know and I'm just like what the hell what did I do you know and I, mm-hmm. I can be walking by myself yeah and minding my own business and these these weirdos just make a straight line for me and mm-hmm. i'm just like you know i just never know what other people experience so i don't know if what i'm experiencing is normal or not you know in terms of like not. you know yeah yeah right <laughs> right considering all things considered um it's probably not normal right right yeah but i also go to like you know if somebody you know like the other day i was just like sitting outside waiting for tom to come out of some store and like this guy rode by me on a bike and said like the most crude vulgar things unto me and it was like wow dude i can't believe you just said that but i'm like so is that like bullying or or being targeted or is that just normal being a woman out sitting you know daring to have boobs i mean like what is happening well i mean you are an attractive woman um so this was neither and or right the thing is is that if it keeps happening if it, if, when, I, when I first started seeing, like, the gang-stalking aspect of it, um, I used to see the same people over and over again, over and over again. Mm-hmm. And then and then it became where, I mean, it's a, it's a thing. Like, no, I still don't understand, and I don't know if I ever will, exactly what is just simply, like, a mind control thing versus a an actual thing out in the environment. It's like you could just as easily manipulate someone's brainwaves or, you know, some region, you know, well, and to make them feel a certain way. But either way, it's real. It's real. I mean, well, you know. did you know, and I don't even know how I know this, but I was like, I, I, this was years ago when, I, when my friend first had told me about, you know, some of the stuff that, because he's gang stalked too, my friend had told me about more gallons, uh-huh. and when we get together, it is just nuts. I mean, yeah. it's just like, it goes on and on. But anyway, um, yeah, I think I forgot about Actually, Suzanne, I want to continue this conversation, but I also am like, filthy and my mower is still in my front yard and i've you you have to cut the grass too girl yeah <laughs> i kind of like it i really I do, do too. yeah I do. Mad. I'm mad. I'm like, yes i know <laughs> that's so funny it takes like two hours i have a push mower oh, i mean it takes me two days <laughs> <laughs> two days Girl, it'll still, keep you in shape. I know. I was about to say, how are you doing that after back surgery? Yeah, uh, well, you know, in two days. <laughs> Man, well, at least I mean, you're still spry and strong, you know. I, well, I gained so much weight that I'm just like, oh my God, you you have to do something. So, well, yeah, you you I can mow it off because <laughs> that will it is a workout, girl. Like I've I have been staying in touch with everybody that I've met recently through the show, and it has just totally added so much like value in my life, and I hope I'm adding value in their lives too. I think that we can only we can only be stronger when we are connected because we just can't let this we can't let this no matter what is happening to us we cannot let it tear us down and isolate us because that's really the worst part of it 
Yeah, it it it, it is, and um, yeah, I, I promise you, you are doing the Lord's work really Aww. because you've connected people that would have never got connected. We all have something other than Morgellons in common. We have a spiritual aspect yes, yes. in common as well. And, you know, like I said, that that's... It's powerful, girl. It's divine intervention. Yes, yes. Basically, here's what you need. And that's right. And we'll put you through hell so you can get to heaven. That's right. And that's, and, and you know what, we are also in charge of what we do with it. You know what I mean? And yes. it's like, when I go to God and I say, what do you want me to do with this? You know, he doesn't say like, kill yourself, you know? And, and I think like, I think like, that's the thing that I've been going to him about, you know, in the beginning, just like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, how am I going to live with this? You know? Yeah. And, and it's just like, but when I go to God and I'm like, what do you want me to do with this? You know, he's like, make it funny, <laughs> make, make it, make it art, make it, make it something to help yourself, you know? And that's, that's what it's about for me. But it's crazy. Cause it's like what you give out, you get back so much more.